0: Ah yes, welcome into another edition of the Wisssports.net podcast. I'm Travis Wilson, general manager at Wisssports.net and your host each and every week for the WSN podcast right here on your platform of choice. It's exciting to get going full bore into high school basketball season. Boys games are uh, fully underway, girls games are fully underway. I think most teams, uh, almost every team has played at least one game. Maybe some of those teams that had deep uh, playoff runs in football had to, uh, had to push back some games a little bit as they uh, had some multi-sport athletes uh, you know, transitioning from football to basketball. But I think for the most part, everybody is underway. Everybody's got uh, something in so far this year. And, of course, this week, really going to be getting into, uh, into the season in, uh, in a big capacity. Uh, Tuesday night was a busy night. Thursday and Friday are going to be busy, and it's going to be busy the rest of the way this week we're going to focus our uh, our attention and our discussions on the WSN podcast on girls basketball and of course to uh, to guide us through all of that we now welcome in our girls basketball writer and the content manager at Wisports.net, Norbert Durst Norbert how are you feeling
1: feeling well basketball's going great so far
0: So I know you've already been out to quite a few games and and events and things this year. Um, It it seems like maybe more than boys basketball, that the early part of the girls basketball season really is pretty busy with not just games and and some non-conference games and and some conference games here or there, but some pretty significant early season tournaments as well.
1: Yeah. uh, Beaver Dam hosted uh, the opening weekend of the season and, and, uh, They got to compete against uh, Franklin first, Um, you know, they had a lot of moving parts, even though they returned a lot of kids, they lost three division one players. So they have, you know, some things to work on. Uh, It was a slow start for them, but then they rolled in that one and then they got to face uh, Germantown, uh, one of the top teams in division one and Germantown has a loaded roster. They returned uh, just about everyone from last year's team that reached sectional play. And then added a, uh, a standout freshman in Kamara Arnold, who uh, really displayed her ability to not just be a good freshman, but be one of the best players uh, already in the state of Wisconsin. So that was exciting. Got to see uh, Marshall, the two time defending uh, state champions there. They played Germantown the first day, um, struggled a little bit in guard play, but they were, um, you know, they're managing some changes as well. Mia Morell now at Madison Memorial. And uh, they also um, were without a couple of their other guards in that game. So that uh, hurt them down the stretch, but they still battled and they're going to be a tough team as well. Then uh, last weekend at uh, the Brookfield central Thanksgiving shootout, uh, you know, a lot of good games there, notably there um, Appleton East uh, playing uh, Brookfield central, which ended up being a very good contest. Both of those teams um, are expected to make deep runs and could meet again in uh, sectional play, So, uh, um, really exciting start to the season. Uh, Kukana, another one of note, uh, they defeated Kimberly last week and, and Oak Creek. So, you know, they're starting out strong, both uh, Kimberly and Oak Creek were uh, ranked in the top 10 in the preseason rankings and, uh, Kukana looking to make some noise in the FBA as well as in the uh, tournament.
0: I want to go back for a minute to that uh, opening weekend, the Beaver Dam tournament, and specifically that Beaver Dam and Germantown game. It was a very competitive game, 65-59. From what you recall, that's the closest game Beaver Dam has had against an in-state opponent since when?
1: Uh, probably since they lost to Notre Dame three years ago, four years ago. I'm trying to think what what the date on that one was, but that's... I don't think they've they've had a competitive game like that in a very very long time in Wisconsin.
0: So what does that tell us? Does does that tell us that beating a team like Germantown even if it is close that Beaver Dam is still you know at that elite elite all-time best level or does this mean that teams are catching up on them or does this mean you know Germantown is um you know still working in some new parts as you mentioned the freshman Arnold Um, what, what does this tell us having a, a close game for Beaver Dam early in the year?
1: Well, Beaver Dam is not the Beaver Dam we saw last season. That does not mean that they're not going to get there and they're still a very good basketball team, but you know, they have new kid, you know, kids that maybe weren't starting before or now as role players moving in there. And that's, you know, affected a little bit offensively, but you know, they're still going to bring it on the defensive end. But I think there's just a lot of, of you know the gap has closed a little bit. Um, they're not co- you know again, they're not the uh, the team the three time defending they're still the three time defending of course uh, Division two state champions, but you know there's a lot of teams that are getting a lot closer as far as competitiveness with beaver Dam. I think now it's just a matter of you know someone taking them down and then maybe we'll see what kind of adversity goes through uh, the, the the golden beavers but Again, they still have uh, a very good team led by Maddie Wilkie um, and you know a lot of kids that are still receiving a lot of college interest as well.
0: We talked about this in our preseason preview last week or a couple weeks ago, I guess it was now, um, about Beaver Dam and you know, the, the possibilities of, of them getting back to state and winning it and whatnot. Uh, if, if you had to guess right now, do you think that Beaver Dam – goes undefeated in the state of Wisconsin and wins another state title?
1: Um, I will say they win another state title. They may lose a game. Um, I don't know that I'm going to pinpoint one game necessarily, but uh, you know they could lose a game this season, but they're still the team to beat. Um, but you know there's some really good Division II teams. I mean, uh, Cortonville, who has lost to Beaver Dam the last two years, they're hungry to obviously not only get back to state, but to take home some hardware after losing in the semis the past two years to Beaver Dam, Pewaukee, very strong team. Notre Dame, as mentioned before, uh, the last team to beat, uh, Notre, uh, to beat uh, Beaver Dam. And, you know, when you get to a sectional contest uh, against a you know, potentially against a Notre Dame team, Kakana team that's going to play some defense, you make some shots and, you know, there's definitely a chance to beat Beaver Dam. But uh, I'll still stick with that. They're definitely the team to beat in Division Two.
0: You mentioned Pewaukee, and we were just talking about Germantown as well. And those two teams met up last night. Germantown beat Pewaukee 85-77. Now, Pewaukee had uh, some impressive wins last week at the uh, Brookfield Central Tournament. Let's go back to that Brookfield Central Thanksgiving Tournament. And uh, what were some of the key takeaways there? Anything that surprised us? Anything that we learned uh, significantly in one of the better in-season events?
1: You know, I think just the the strength of uh, what Pewaukee brought back for sure. Um, you know, a team that returned, you know, all the pieces from last year's team that reached a, a sectional final uh, before losing to Whitefish Bay. Um, you know, just a little bit more of a veteran group this year. I think that's definitely helping them. Um, and you know, I think just maybe the depth of Division One as a whole. Um, I think before the season even started, it looked like it was going to be one of those years where you could have, you know, up to 15 or so teams that were legit um, in that top 10 uh, conversation. And with uh, the way Kekona played, the way, um, you know, Oak Creek, they will improve. They've already beat Arrowhead, even though Arrowhead now. Um, took a lump last night against a um, Muskego, but I just think just the competitiveness as a whole in Division One has really increased, and you could even use that conversation a little bit in Division Two. Although you know it's still fairly top heavy, um, just a lot of and a lot of young talent. Appleton East, a team that reached sec- I believe they reached the sectional play last season before losing to Wausau West. Um, the majority of those kids are sophomores, so I think a lot of just showing how i mean we've talked about this, this in the past but how quick these young players are not just good for being young players but they're just good high school players and uh, i just think that that competitiveness is keeping keeping true with with some of the freshmen that are coming in as well
0: all right so some big early season events already and uh, of course we're coming up on the biggest in-season event time very soon during the holiday break during the christmas break with some outstanding uh, tournaments to look forward to there. Norbert will have a uh, preview of those coming up on Wisports.net in the uh, in the next few weeks here as well. Uh, we did have some other information that came out this week, including the first coaches' poll. The first uh, WSN coaches' poll of the season came out for girls basketball. Four of the defending champions are on top. The only one that was not was uh, in Division Three, where Marshall was fourth. Platteville was a top-ranked team there. Anything stand out in that? First poll that came out of the uh, of the season,
1: I think just uh, probably Division Three as a whole. Um, a lot of a lot of teams receiving high high votes in that division. Plyvill, obviously uh, atop that, but you know Freedom, even though they lost to a very good Appleton East team, still you know they're sitting in number two. And I think uh, also just the the depth of, of us uh, at least early on the depth of some of the stronger sectionals as we start the season. But as you know, those can change as far as, you know, what teams step up and maybe what teams, uh, um, unfortunately take steps back.
0: The other item that came out this week was the, uh, senior awards, senior girls, basketball awards watch list were produced for those. And of course those early season watch lists have a number of names on them. Um, you know any uh, any news notes, or, or maybe take us through for people that are maybe not familiar. You know how those come together. What kind of goes into producing a watch list, and then anything notable of uh, of what was put together on those this week.
1: You know, it's uh, obviously you know you know the kids that are playing basketball at the next level going to be on those lists. You have you know kids like Alexi Donarski, who I mean, you know she could be on just about every list besides maybe a post list, just because of the different things she can do on the court. You could put her on the wing. Obviously she's a point guard. Her defense is strong. She can shoot it. Um, But, you know, it's uh, looking back at last season's, you know, uh, some of those stat leaders, you take a look at all conference lists, um, coach submissions, a lot of things go into that. And, you know, of course, there's, there's always going to be some kids that maybe weren't on a list. They thought they would be, or, you know, just kids that, Um, aren't on a list, but it's a lot of that top end talent and there's a lot of kids in the state. So unfortunately you can't just put every kid on every list, but uh, you definitely look at, you know, kids that are playing at the next level, um, kids that were high on their all conference list and uh, you know, those stat leaders as well.
0: So what's the the next step or or just taking people through the timeline or schedule for those senior awards?
1: About halfway through the year we'll, uh, um, shorten that list down to to 15 for each of those, those awards. Uh, you know, it's, again, you look at how a player's doing, um, the stats, obviously with the stats involved, how the team's doing, because that matters too. Um, putting up stats is obviously good, uh, but those kids that are not only putting up stats, but also helping teams win, um, that benefits them for sure as well.
0: All right, we're talking with Norbert Durst, the girls basketball writer and content manager at wisboards.net. Anything that's on the horizon either for, uh, for later this week in terms of big games or noteworthy events or anything like that, or, or coming up in the next few weeks before the holiday break and, and before we get to those big Christmas tournaments?
1: Uh, well, uh, Thursday night, um, tomorrow night, uh, Marshall plays Lake Mills, and that one should be a very good contest. Lake Mills uh, gave Marshall one of their tougher games of the season last year. And now with all the, the changes that that Marshall has this season, that, that one should be even more exciting. Um, Lake Mills uh, again, aren't they are not in uh, Marshall sectionals, so they do benefit going to that Milwaukee Erie sectional. So this is a, a great test for them. And you know, either way on that game, it, it's a benefit win or lose for those two teams. Uh, another noteworthy game. Uh, Friday night, Bayport hosts uh, Green Bay Preble. Green Bay Preble was the only team to beat Bayport last year. So that one should be a very exciting contest as well. And then, as you mentioned, there's going to be a lot of uh, of uh, holiday tournaments coming up. A uh, noteworthy one is at uh, Watertown. They have a very good event, and we'll have more on that uh, in the coming weeks.
0: We've kind of settled into our regular, uh, you know, in season cadence and, and things in terms of uh, how things go once the season gets going, what are uh, you know some of the weekly features or what is kind of the regular schedule of uh, content that people can look for in girls basketball on Wisports.net as we go through the next few months in the regular season?
1: You know some uh, the previews for especially weekend previews. Uh, obviously, with the coaches poll, you'll get um, news on maybe who the games coming up, teams they beat. Um, also with just games in general, uh, kids that have scored a lot of points, you know, those, those, uh, single game scoring leaders, the thousand point scores will be, um, articles with those and, you know, uh, just a little bit of a variety of other, other things throughout the season.
0: All right. That's Norbert Durst, our, uh, girls basketball writer at Wisports.net, taking us through some of the things to watch for, not only this week, but going forward as we uh, really get into the heart of the girls basketball season Norb certainly appreciate you joining us today and uh we'll check you at, uh, at the next game sounds good there you go he's norbert durst i'm travis wilson general manager at Wisports.net. this has been a Wisports.net podcast we'll see you in a game